Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, whether you want to become uh, an electrician, an electrical engineer, Mm -hmm. or uh, an electrical generation expert such as a power plant man. Mm-hmm. Jordan Jesse Go is the podcast for you. If it's got current, we're current <laughs> on it. AC, DC, others? <laughs> we'll discuss them. Actually, can I pitch you something? Sure. I know that every week on this show we talk about uh, electricity. And yeah. I know our audience gets a charge out of it. Sure. But what if this week we took the week off of talking about power lines? Yeah. Uh, AC, DC. <laughs> others? Others? Yeah. Hard to say. Hard to say exactly. Turbines certainly mm-hmm. is something we talk a lot. We talk yeah. about a lot on the show. Um, wires. Uh-huh. Um, transformers. Top 10 electricity-based comic book villains. <laughs> Number one again, Electro. Yeah. We like to reassess. Yeah. You know, Boy, my, fa- my favorite on that list mm-hmm. is the controversial selection of Magneto mm-hmm. based on the relationship between electricity and magnetic fields. Well, we got a lot of letters about that one. Yeah, we did. But this week, I say, instead of doing that... Mm-hmm. We have a comedian here with us. Why don't we just take an hour or so, shoot the breeze, and see how it goes. Abandoning our beloved electricity format? I'm shocked. (laughs) (laughs) But okay. Our guest on the program uh, is a stand-up comic. He's a podcaster, one of the podcasters behind the smash hit podcast, Do You Need a Ride? Uh, he is wearing a hat that says Banks? Yeah. Chris Fairbanks. Thank you. Actually, I have quit comedy and I've become an electrician. Oh, what if that was like, well, we're back, <laughs> back in the saddle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's a good, that's a nice career. I mean, people need electricity now more than ever. It was weird. My dad was always a, a funny person and an artist, but he also is handy in ways that I've never been and he knew how to wire he did the wiring in i think the house that he got after he and my mom divorced and he got remarried he got this house and he redid the basement and he did all the wiring and then moved out of that house later and then i went to that house in college there was like a party and the entire basement had caught on flat fire it was like <laughs> a, a black it was charred like almost the house almost burnt down and yeah. the fires I went down there. I'm like, wow, I used to sleep in this room when I stayed at my dad's. And the fires were coming directly from the fixtures. Right. So Right and, onto the bed. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, – either I d- didn't have the heart to tell him or I was mean enough to tell him. I can't remember. <laughs> I think I told him. I'm not a good son. For 15 or 20 years, the thought in your head was, oh, so new wires are good enough for his new family. Mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you found out the truth that he had sabotaged his new family. He actually took the wires out of our house and then used them in his new <laughs> mm, Sure. <laughs> she, she got the house, but I got the wires. <laughs> the old classic. Classic divorce story. You thought he was just hooked on math. 
yeah, getting and that he was copper. selling the copper. Yeah, yeah, it's very valuable, yeah. apparently. <laughs> How could copper be so valuable? Jordan? Jordan? <laughs> well, as a... You're hooked on crank. <laughs> sure, yeah. And I often need to uh, steal things yeah. from uh, construction sites to feed my crank habit. Yeah. And, you know, when I'm when I'm poking around that construction site looking for something to yank, I'm like, it's copper or nothing, baby. Yeah. I ain't got time for, uh, you know, other materials, <laughs> AC, DC. <laughs> Don't make me choose. Well, maybe copper is just redeemable for crank. It's not you don't actually. Get yeah, money it could for be it. a crank. Maybe it's that's why like it a has crank to. system. Yeah, sure. Oh, like a like a the the gold standard. Sure, or like maybe, all crank is backed by copper wiring. Well, I think I'm no crack cooker, <laughs> but right. maybe copper is somehow involved. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's maybe it's used in the production of crack. Yeah, that's. that's Wait, are we old... talking about crack or crank here? Oh, don't what? make me choose. <laughs> it's like choosing between AC and DC. <laughs> it's right here. Saturday. What is? Is there a difference between crack and crank? Crank is crank is uh, crystal yeah. meth. Right? Okay, oh. yeah, I think you're right. And then crack is, is uh, crack cocaine. cocaine. Crack. Sure, which you know we've all done. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. I mean, we could all talk about our amazing crack experiences, we've, but why Why waste the audience's time? Because they've all done it. I'm just saying we've all been to a party where someone said, this isn't the kind of coke that you snort. <laughs> sure. Right? Yeah. They're like, hey, you want to do some coke, and you plug one nostril instinctively. <laughs> right. Because you're, you know, right. you're like, you're I know the score here. Right. I know how this goes. And they're like, not so fast. <laughs> <laughs> and are you a cop? Because you just said, I know the score. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, all cars move in. <laughs> you just said it to no one. I um, I was just at the barber shop, mm-hmm. and they had a display of this type of comb. And do you guys know this type of comb where it's shaped like like a playing card with slightly rounder corners and about the size of a playing card and you slip it over your finger there's a loop on the back and you slip sure, it over yeah. your finger and mm-hmm. you know oh. like uh do the uh oh it's got little bristles the the yeah it's got little bristles well it sounds like it's for a dog or a cat no this is for a this is for a person mm-hmm. oh this okay. is for a person who says download too slow basically like, right if you imagine and if you the wanna, download too right slow if you want to download too slow but also get a little actual coming in yeah you slip one of these babies over your fingers before you give that fake handshake yeah and the design they come on a card display you know like four across and four down sure. or something like sure. that. And, and there's a photo of a guy from the 80s with great hair. Yeah. <laughs> and the Who is long since dead. This this card display, this was a new card display was identical to the ones from my childhood. And I had this intensely vivid memory of the three things that I associated most with the corner store. In my childhood, mm-hmm. one was those displays, those displays mm-hmm. of finger finger sure. combs. One was Saint Ides malt liquor, which, sure. I, which I was not purchasing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're a Colt forty five man. Works every time. <laughs> and I and one was these like fake plastic roses in glass vases, like little finger vases. Where what it actually is is a crack pipe. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Like you throw away the rose and you use the thing as a crack pipe. Oh wow! 
And those, and I mean, I guess now and or, laters. Those huh? are the four. I'm going to add now and laters to the list. Of, yeah, yeah. But it was like such an intense rush of memory of those things to see this display and think just like some man in a factory in Long Island or something has been making these finger combs mm-hmm. since 1977. 1977, he hired a graphic designer. Sure. To make his finger comb displays, yeah. staple he, them to a cardboard, you know, the you know cardboard slab with yeah. a photo of a man who is long since dead. Yeah, yeah, he's just like Frank Simpson. I'm the finger comb man. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and he just travels the country, going from corner store to corner store, selling finger comb displays. You think he still does it on foot? I think he does. Well, Goes door to door, and then <laughs> I think he you know when he's tired, a... he, he has to sleep in the person's barn and fucks yeah, their think, wife. I think he may have a donkey cart by now, yeah, Chris. Sure. <laughs> no, I think he's driving an old Studebaker. I've been doing this 35 years, and I've never shook a hand. <laughs> that's, that's, too slow. That's when it's I go. It's me, too slow Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, I guess that, that kind of falls apart a little bit. If you're going to shake the guy's hand and you notice there's a there's a comb on it. Yeah. You, you're like, oh, this guy's either going to do it too slow and embarrass me, or I'm going to get a handful of comb. Yeah. Although it You don't would, want that. It would be nice to get that handful of comb if you're a chronic masturbator and you've got the hair on your balls. <laughs> sure, that's right, true. Right. It's because it gets disheveled. Mm-hmm. It gets very disheveled, and you can't do it to yourself because you put the comb on there, and it's on top of the hairs. Yeah. yeah. You can't get the business Well, you've got to moisturize your jerk-off hand hair. I'm sorry. I that's mean, a, a lot of guys you know, think it's feminine to use moisturizer on right. their jerk-off hand hair, but I mean, right. it's just good hygiene. It is. <laughs> I use a leave-in conditioner as well. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I'm a man, and I don't use I don't use shampoo. I don't I don't I barely bathe. I'm such a man. <laughs> <laughs> I roll in filth. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I say I'm a man? I'm a hamster. <laughs> <laughs> a female hamster. <laughs> so this none of this tracks. <laughs> anyway, time to sleep in a pile of urine-soaked wood chips. After soaking on this, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> the hamster. I'm giving birth to 12 hamster babies <laughs> and eating four of them. <laughs> anyway, time to escape and die in the wall. Yet, it's me, Debbie the hamster. Yet somehow he's streetwise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, head chin up, you know, teeth out. If you need a makeshift crack pipe, just buy one of them roses. Yeah, that's, I wanted to go to back to that product. Yeah. I, how did How did they, did he just put them up and then wink at people when they said, what's with this rose? I mean, I think it came in like a display, like uh, like a flat cardboard box, like mm-hmm. four inches tall, with an insert, like a you know, like a, the pick and pull insert on the inside of a camera box. Sure, sure. You know what I mean, like where or or like the foam at the bottom of a flower arrangement. <laughs> Uh, like where it held them all up, you know? Sure, sure. Like pens, like pens at the... And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know even know... I don't even know... If the store owner knows that's why he's selling them, he's like, for some reason, these go like hotcakes. <laughs> Jittery men love these. <laughs> yeah, they love giving little flowers. They're to probably, their... yeah, they're probably nervous because they're about, that's why they're so shaky. They're about to tell the woman <laughs> that, they that love. they've been, yeah, that they're ready to commit. So they come in and they're shaky and they're sweaty too because they're nervous. Yeah, I think if you are an inner city convenience store mm-hmm. owner, there is just a broad variety of products that you sell in your store that have one purpose, that are for another purpose. 
And you can just be like, well, I'm a first generation immigrant, so I'm going to focus my learning about the culture Mm -hmm. time on other parts that I don't suspect are going to be propose a moral problem. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to worry about, like, oh, do Americans like two in one shampoo and conditioner? Right. Sure. Spend my time learning about that aspect what of the chips culture. What do they enjoy? Rather yeah. than why Americans <laughs> like mango flavored cigarettes so much. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Or why do Americans love to have bath salts in all their baths, especially the skinny, why, scratchy Americans. Why do you need a bag for one beer? Yeah. <laughs> why, yeah. why does one beer need a separate bag? Why, yeah, why is this crooked eye juice? That not that what they... The, yeah. Sane Ides was called crooked eye juice. Was that just with, you know, among I, my friends? I've never heard that. Yeah, the think... logo on it was an eye that was like... Did you drink very salt in your, and pepper y in, in, your, in <laughs> your childhood drinking, did that include a lot of malt liquor? Yes, it tr- did. Maybe teenage drinking. It really did. No, I, yeah, it was. I'm afraid into college too. It was uh, a lot of old English malt liquor. Mm. My, my and wife Steel brought Reserve. up. My wife brought up Arizona iced tea as well. When when I mentioned this to my wife after this happened, and I was had this was like dominating my thoughts mm. was things mm. from convenience stores when I was ten. Yeah. Uh, my wife mentioned Arizona iced tea. And it was like, oh, my God. Yeah, like a plum-flavored sure. Arizona iced tea was like the only drink they sold. <laughs> right. I remember getting really excited about New York seltzer, and I found it recently <laughs> in tiny bottles yeah. in, in a health food store. Yeah, they like, brought that back. New York, this is great. Yeah, and seltzer I, mania sweeping the nation. It was really sweet. Yes, it's a very sweet drink. It is a sweet, sweet seltzer. You're you're expecting something a little more toward a LaCroix, but then what you're getting is a – it's a Sprite. This is a Sprite. I did not finish it. It was that yeah, sweet. Yeah, sure. Yeah, there should be a, a moment of silence after me saying that. <laughs> it was that sweet. <laughs> you could take that to the banks, and then you point to your hat that says banks. Uh, do you still – Do you, will you drink a malt liquor from time to time and get wistful about childhood? And I just – <laughs> Sitting on a couch out in the woods or whatever I'm you do in Montana? Laughing. I'm just laughing because I am wearing a hat that says banks. Yeah. And it really fit with your joke. Because mm-hmm. that on its own without the hat. Yeah. Sorry, what did you say about my wistful days? I, did you? Do you? Will you still? Will you drink a malt liquor from time to time? Will no, you go to? Okay, I don't no. even uh, enjoy beer that much. It makes me bloaty. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing but copper and crack and mouth for me. Yeah. <laughs> God, I'd love to have a nice wheel of copper right now. That would be amazing. <laughs> oh, that would be gorgeous. God, it would be so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> or it'd make a speaker. Uh, yeah, that would be nice too. Either way. Uh, Chris, we uh, we have uh, we have some guests watching. Yeah. Right now we have uh, we have as uh, 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 Jenny who Jen Jenny. What do you prefer? Jen. Let's go, Jen. Uh, donated money to KPCC and got the privilege of watching the show. We were uh, we were chatting before, uh, and Chris, she mentioned the last time you were on the show, you uh, it, you talked about your hip. Matters. Oh yes, yes. Uh, I think everybody remembers the podcast about the hip matters. Yes. Um, do, you, uh, do is there? Are you okay? How I was, was the pre, hip? I was pre-surgery at that yeah. point, right? Yeah, and I, I got the surgery. They they cut off my leg and yeah. put metal on it, and I feel great. Hey, That's terrific! Fantastic. Yeah, the relief in the joint was immediate, 
and it was sore for a while, and I was on a walker and stuff, but then I skipped the cane and just started walking around, and the the thing, the physical therapist came to my house from the hospital. Like, I'd be laying in bed, and they would force me to do these calisthenics while laying down mm. every other day, and I think that's why I've never had an injury like this where people always say, you got to do the physical therapy. And uh, I could imagine myself not have, have, you know, sticking with that the way I should, but I did, and I feel great, and I think that's why. Now I take bar classes where I'm the only dude. I'm surprised to hear that. That's sort of a a jockey guy thing. You know, Chris, I was surprised recently when I was the only dude at Shelter Cat Yoga. (laughs) I'm like, where are my boys at? <laughs> there was a boy there yesterday, but he's just I, supporting his girlfriend. I invited, <laughs> some, I invited some of my bros over to watch the Antiques Roadshow with me, and nobody showed. <laughs> hey, that I actually, it's, I think, yeah. I really enjoy Antiques Roadshow quite a bit. Uh, but yeah, it's all little series. I feel so good afterwards. It's just little squats and little leg kicks, and there's a ballet bar. And you have to be kind of for the people not your... just listening and not watching. Uh, while he's talking about this, Chris is doing some jaunty bounces. <laughs> yes. They are very cute, uh, and it's kind of got some yoga, and which everyone does now. Sure, but this this is more difficult, and it's more core and hip based, which I think everyone wants. One of those. My ass is so round now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Sure. I was noticing that. It's, a, was, it's almost yeah. spherical. <laughs> uh, it's interesting to see what uh, around L.A., something, uh, you know, a phenomenon lately is what is going to go into the American apparel store that recently closed. Yeah, there are the husks true. of America. So American apparel went out of business. You know. We all know there will be Spirit Halloween stores, right? Yeah, it's either a Spirit Halloween store, but the American Apparel... But, you know, Spirit Halloween store is only a Band-Aid. It is not a cure. No, right, sure. exactly. They, we, yeah, it didn't pull Blockbuster out of any trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, but it is, it's interesting to see what goes in those kind of big cavernous stores. Mm. Uh, and the one in deep West Hollywood, I noticed, uh, was empty for a long time, but recently opened back up. And it's a store that only sells boxer briefs with butt enhancers. That's wow. all this store sells is a as boxer briefs. Butt enhancing boxer briefs. Yeah. With pads on to them? Make your, yes. So you, you put on the boxer briefs and you slip a pants over. People people don't know that you don't have a natural apple bottom. What? Yes. And then you get naked and they're like, boy, I'm disappointed oh, in your ass. Yeah, sure. The the sex stops here. <laughs> I'm I'm out of here. Yeah, that's I mean, honestly. What is an ideal butt for a man? For a man in West Hollywood. Is it bubble butt? Is it yeah, a bubble is it, nature? Is it a, butt? is it a is it a wide butt? Well is it a rounded butt like a because I'm – and I'm no butt man uh, – I'm no butt man. <laughs> but, uh, but every once in a while you see a, a man that has like a big, big butt and it's like, right. well, that looks uh, worse on a man than on a, yeah. on a lady. That's, that's a good like, point. Well, that's, that's what a, I'm thinking. Normal – tor- I'm talking norm- – like let, imagine muscular torso. Yeah. Striations. Yeah. And then <laughs> – and then just this big old wide dumper <laughs> on a man. It's like, oh man, yeah. you gotta live in the woods. 
<laughs> You're going to have to live in the you woods. Get the, the only solution, go live in the woods. Under He's a, a nice guy. He's handsome. He's got a good job. I mean, I guess I can't speak to the, you know, specific West Hollywood contingent. Right. But, I mean, in general, it seems like the butt is having a moment. Sure. A cultural moment. Sure. Mm-hmm. Butts are back, baby. Butts are back. They're in back. And they are back. <laughs> and hopefully baby got it because... This is a long my, bumper my sticker. Anaconda has very specific requirements. <laughs> and it involves your bun ton. All a bumper sticker. Yeah, that's a very... Please someone make that long bumper sticker. It's just like a, I will put it on my car. It gets smaller it and smaller in text like an eye exam. Just yeah. To fit. <laughs> um... Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I guess, I guess, I guess, a prominent behind is in. I think with to the every... point where people are enhancing it with special boxer briefs. I think with men and ladies, because either way, I'm going to go. Wow, that person has a nice round butt. I would not just because it's a man go. Oh man, he's got a gross, nice round butt. <laughs> oh, oh, ew! Look at that delectable bottom. <laughs> Me noticing it changes my whole life. <laughs> I know. I'm, what I'm admitting is, I notice nice men's asses. Sure, boys, right? Yeah, yeah sure. Listen, a nice ass is a nice ass. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> you could take it from me, female hamster. <laughs> oh, you beat me to it. Mm-hmm. My teeth never stop growing. I gotta chew. <laughs> um, here is my thought about it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just about. Desiring to have a prominent body part. Just sure. some distinctiveness. Right. If I think of my own body, it's so wholly unremarkable <laughs> in every area. Like my, my friend and colleague, John Hodgman, a host of the Judge John Hodgman podcast, he portrays the character Judge John Hodgman. Mm-hmm. He's quite proud and very reasonably so. Of his handsome and athletic calves. I've noticed them without him bringing it up even. Yeah. He's got amazing uh, lower legs. Yeah, he does. And it, and it is funny that, you know, given his aesthetic, sure. which is famous, right. I mean, professorial, I think you, we, would, we would call it. Sure. That, you know, in addition to the kind of the corduroy blazers and mm-hmm. the knit ties, he's just always in those jorts. Yeah. yeah. And it's because you want to show off the calves. But I have no – my arms are thin but not remarkably so. I'm slightly overweight but not distinctively so. I have a – let's call it a 40th percentile penis. <laughs> like I am really well, you're unremarkable. Very, you're very tall. I'm tall. You're That's very true. tall. That's true. I am tall. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not Steve Agee tall. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not. You're upper. Not, you're upper man tall. Hit my, hit I think you're noti- I think you're tall. noticeably tall. I yeah, think. I think are, so. I think you have a very distinct thing. Yeah, there's yours. Right in your face. Because you have you have uh, curly weird, hair weird that hair. everyone wants to touch. Sure. And attractive Jordan, hair. Jordan, thank you. Doesn't bring it up a lot, but he's got a big old dick on him. <laughs> I know. Got a thank you for you thank you for it. yeah. I've seen you bring it up or sure. almost pull it. Oh, out. I thought that's what we were talking about. We were Wait. saying smoking crank. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I was talking about. I've seen Jordan backed into a corner, like someone jokingly once when we are at fuel. They're like, "Yeah, that's because I got a bigger dick than him," and then you're like, "Oh." 
I'll pull it out right now, motherfucker. Like, he got all mad. So when you say backed into a corner, I mean the tiniest door opened. Yes, yes. Yeah. And then someone said penis near me. Yeah. Well, I can understand that. But I yeah. think if you have an otherwise unremarkable physique, right. it might you want... not be so much about achieving the perfect butt right. yeah. uh, because everyone has a different definition of that. It's sure. just having a significant enough butt right. that people would be like, well, get a load of that. Yeah. Butt. You know, I take did. a look at that. As you said, dumper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. So eloquently put it. I sure. actually get it. I say turd cutter. That's just me. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me. This is a stupid show. I say toilet duster. Uh, I get mad when a man has no butt at all. I actually uh, won't speak to him. Really? <laughs> you, consider you consider him inferior. Below you. I'm the opposite of Hodgman uh, where I have, I have no matter what, my calves, they just don't exist. So I usually, even as a kid, I didn't like to wear shorts. I'm surprised to hear that because you're, you're an athletic man. I mean, one of the reasons that you have had hip trouble is because of a lifetime of extreme athletics. That's what they told me. The doctor was very impressed with how I had zero cartilage in my hip. With it. <laughs> like once he took it out, he's like, "I'm." Ne- it was really, really bad. He, he was like, "You're a reverse shark. You're <laughs> you're ridiculous." Well, he did say yeah. after the surgery, he said, "You are pretty much, uh, you have like birth defect level hip problems." Oh like wow! It, it's not just what you've done. You just uh, we got to do the other one. <laughs> so I'm ready for that. I don't care. I'll do that shit. <laughs> when you had your, we had a very fun experience kind of soon after you had your. Oh, uh, yeah. That your, was early. Yeah. Yeah. You were, you know, you were still not the most mobile. Right. Uh, and we went to see Elvis Costello uh, at the Greek. That and was because, great. because. Uh, you were limping, we got to ride a special elevator to yeah. our seats. And it was a really funny elevator that only brought us up to a level where they, we then were forced to use stairs to yeah. get to our seats. We got to skip, I don't know if anybody's ever been to the Greek theater, but it's a, you know, bowl-type concert venue. Yeah. And, you know, the the you know the cheaper your seats get, the kind of higher up you have to climb in this thing. Yeah. And there was a handicap elevator, but it only skips a third of the stairs. You if still have that. to walk up some if, stairs. Yeah, yeah. And it was so comedically slow. I actually have a video of it. I will show you when we're done, but I pushed it and then I just started laughing because it went uh, deleted scene from an Austin Powers movie slow. Yeah. Like very slow. It was. You were healed by the time we got up. (laughs) You had a long beard. Yeah, it was. I was a skeleton with a long beard. (laughs) Uh, But that was very fun to ride the special elevator. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then. and then watch some contemporary hits by Elvis. Sure. Uh, do you uh, <laughs> and oldies? Some of his and latest some... hits, like the smash hits from the, his collaborative album with the Roots. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, just uh, m- now we'll get most... to now now we'll get to the unlistenable portion of this concert. <laughs> Who wants to hear some of my smash hits from my? Uh, Sundance Channel talk show spectacle. Right, yeah. <laughs> IFC, maybe it was on IFC. I think it was some, something like one of those. One of those. He did a lot of collabs with DJs at the... Sure. No, he didn't. It just took him a while to get to the early stuff. Yeah. That's Ladies and gentlemen, DJ Cuber. He has a... He has a... <laughs> a vast catalog. Vast catalog. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I think was in you'll... pain sitting there. I yeah. was like trying to enjoy it, but yeah, that was early. And then right after that, I went to Canada for a comedy festival in my walker, which made the 
when you have a walker, they kind of just let you go through, and I had my I could rest my bag on it. I'm like, this isn't that bad, but uh, getting on and off stage and <coughs> trying to ice it. I was icing it while doing shows. It was just were you trying? It was too early. Did you did you go on stage with the walker? Did you have to talk about the walker, or did you? That's why tough I it out? didn't is because I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't really have jokes about it, mm-hmm. so um, I would painfully get on stage. <laughs> And then try and talk about it. So I might as well have had the walker. But I don't know. I've had injury. I've had a, injuries before, and it never helps with stand up. It's just distracting. You would think it would help. Like, well, I there is there was times when I had separated shoulder, and they're like, "Oh, that's he's probably in pain. I might laugh a little harder." <laughs> like you get, but get I a little, want, a little sympathy laugh. I don't want those false sympathy, sympathy yeah. laughs. I know what they sound like. I can differentiate they're, with real laughs. I don't need that they're shit. Worse laughs. Yeah. I don't yeah. need your charity handouts. Do you think you'll still keep doing bar exercises even when after you're you, after you're healed? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the You've taken that, to that's it. the thing that I did not expect at all. I paid for a thirty day trial. And now I have committed to a out-of-my-bank-account-every-month membership. Nice. Because I love bar method. Have I talked about it? You doing toe tapping or? It's a lot. Their toes are important. I'm glad you brought them up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like there's nothing more humiliating. I remember in middle school, uh, you had to be either on the sports team we had to take aerobics class with Callie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, the thing was, was I, I lived 30 miles or 20, 20 miles from my middle school. My parents didn't have a car, so I couldn't be on the sports team because I couldn't get to the games. So I got kicked off the sports team. I was on the volleyball team or something. I got kicked off that and into aerobics class with Callie. And Callie was very nice. But there's this thing where they make you basically just point your toe a lot of times. Like you're just standing there pointing your toe and rhythm to the music and it's the, literally the easiest exercise in the world until you've done it nine times right. and then you feel like you're going to die. Hmm. That's like you <clears throat> you can't you I can't understand how anything could seem so easy and be so humiliatingly right. difficult. If someone peeked their head in while I was in bar class and just saw a moment of me basically with my leg extended behind me, keeping it straight, toes pointed, and and one-inch movements. That's most of it. Everything that we do in there is not remarkable on its own, but you do it uh, for a full minute, and it's I'm just I'm I'm like shaking and dripping sweat, and I could run on a. That's the weird thing. I could run on a treadmill or swim forever. I don't know if I'm sweating when I'm swimming. Mm-hmm. I it's like, uh, uh, do shark salivate. That's it's the like other. The, it's like the drinking a half gallon of milk of exercises. You're like, well, sure, I can drink a glass of milk. I can drink half a gallon of milk, but your <laughs> stomach just can't hold that much toe touching. Sure, right? <laughs> exactly. It's the lactic acid. Yeah, yeah. My eyes can handle too much toe touching more than my stomach. You know what I was trying yeah, to say. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, I recently joined a swim team. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, uh, up at the up at the Verdugo Aquatic Center. Great. Is there a nicer aquatic center in the LA area? I'm saying no. It's one of my favorites. It's no Culver City Municipal Plunge, but and it's no uh, before my surgery to in an effort to avoid it, uh, I went to the uh, 
uh, Elizabeth Taylor Aquatic Center. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I've never been to the Elizabeth Taylor Aquatic Center. There's big banners, like big, long vertical banners, you know, like that Hitler mm-hmm. used. And, uh, <laughs> sure. But to advertise his aquatic center. Yes, yes. It's a hell of a swimmer. And, but she, uh, yeah. It it like was, a penguin, awkward on land, but mm-hmm. elegant in the water. <laughs> right. was mm-hmm. their Fuhrer. And then... Uh, <laughs> and it, would, it was big man. You know, Hitler made, made it for life. <laughs> <laughs> Built a little nest. Uh, but they were big banners of her in swimsuits, Elizabeth. And then I asked, because I was going to therapy there with a bunch of old folks, and I asked them, like, did Elizabeth Taylor swim? She's like, no, no. <laughs> she just funded this aquatic center that hmm. was like a therapy. It was a tax day. shelter everything, for Elizabeth Taylor. Everything I hear about Elizabeth Taylor is she was a real cool person. She says aquatic centers have always brought me luck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, I've always depended on the <laughs> kindness of swimmers. I think someone said, yeah, the, the, some of these old people. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was the famous. Yeah. I think it was her, Amelia Earhart. Yeah, I think it's Amelia Earhart. <laughs> It's possible it was Joan of Arc. Oh, there we go. Mm-hmm. I always confuse those two. Yeah. So, Jordan, what kind of swim team is this? So, this is I was I was I Do was you get thinking snacks I was thinking uh, yeah, we get a little baggie of oranges Not from before. the team dad. No, yeah, you don't want to go into the water with a bunch of citrus in your belly. <laughs> get this the is this is I was thinking I would do. I was like I like swimming. I wonder if there's a social version of this or a group version of this. You know. Um, and I asked our buddy uh, Andy Wood because I know he swims a lot. Yeah, and I'm like, hey, do you, you know, do you? He's the other. He's the swimming comedy guy. Yeah, that's his thing. Yeah, uh, and I well, Toots Shore gave him that thing mm-hmm. when <laughs> the first time he walked into the. Oh boy, I don't understand this reference. <laughs> What's Toots Shore? I want to. I want to. Yes, and you, but What's the uh, woman oh, called Mitzi Shore. Mitzi Shore. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Oh right, the it's famous. Funny. I don't get owner of the all the time with you guys, but I don't have the balls to announce that I don't know it. <laughs> I mean, I think there's like sometimes I'm like, well, I can kind of like fake my way through this. Yeah. I know kind of what you're talking about, but Toots Shore was just so <laughs> Mitzi. far away from anything. <laughs> Mitzi Shore, Mitzi Shore. When you walk into the what is it, the comedy store? Sure. Yeah. yeah. When you walk into the comedy store, Mitzi Shore she tells you what your thing Andy, is. You're the swimming comedian. Yeah. 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 Uh, Awkward he, on land, but elegant underwater. <laughs> sure, and so you know, I, I am. He's like, oh yeah, I do this swim team. You should come sometime. And you know, it's you know, I'm like, hey, well, he's a, he's a comedy guy, and sure. you know, this is so it's you know, and I'm a I'm a pretty I'm a pretty strong swimmer. I'm not a super fit guy, but I you know, I've been swimming a long time, and I I know my strokes, and you know, I had to keep I know how to keep long in the water. I didn't know that. I yeah. really only know one stroke. Mm-hmm. Which one? Masturbation. Cool, 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 man. <laughs> hey, dude. Cool. <laughs> you got a jacket. Uh, and then, so I go to the I go to the Verdugo Aquatic Center, uh, and uh, and I'm like, oh, I've never seen Andy Wood without his shirt on, and he's fucking jacked. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh man, yeah. This is like this is a whole thing. Like this is this is a swimming CrossFit where a a leathery man with Terrible tattoos yells at you while you swim, and it fucking rules. It's Are really you fun. On I'm, his team, yeah. I'm. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I am the slowest guy in the slowest lane by, you know, a million miles per hour. But it's really fun. My mom used to go to the senior s- swimming, 
at the in San Francisco. She loved, and this is, I want to be clear, my mom is a senior now. She was not at mm-hmm. the time. This was in her like early to mid-50s. I think I can understand wanting to be in a place where you know you could physically dominate right. anyone else. Oh, yeah. I mean, I am, I am no stranger to swimming in the therapy lane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is where old Russian women go to soak their hips. I was swimming a lot in, before surgery, and, uh, and I go occasionally now, but uh, it was me always with older ladies who really don't care about taking their Band-Aids off before they get in the pool. <laughs> they just let them float yeah, to the top. They're real punk rock about it. I yeah. don't really know how to swim. I mean, I know how to swim in the sense that I would not die. I didn't either. I bought a snorkel. I brought a freestyle snorkel that goes up the middle. I got flippers. Mm-hmm. I, I look like a real dork, but I was doing it for therapy reasons. But then as I started getting the hang of it, I, I was like, wait, I enjoy this. And it's almost like meditative. I relax while I'm doing it, uh, even though I'm Yeah, it is a nice a kind of exercise out. to like – Get your thoughts together because there is a kind of autopilot that goes on with that, like, lap swimming. Which I thought would be boredom. Yeah, no, it's – But it's not boring. It's Yeah, it's it's meditative. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of stroke, 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 stroke. Yeah, you have to pay attention to the rhythm of it. Should I get back in touch with my dad? (laughs) You know, (laughs) stroke, stroke, (laughs) breathe, dad. Stroke, stroke, (laughs) breathe, dad. (laughs) Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, go. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, go listeners. It's Jesse. We're supported this week not only by you and everybody who goes to MaximumFun.org slash donate, but also by our pals from Bespoke Post. It's a subscription club that sends you themed boxes. Uh, There are all kinds of themes, uh, uh, grooming themes, cooking themes, travel themes, and inside each box, it's like a it's like a magical treasure area of surprising products and wonderful products. Uh, we got one that was a dop kit that was full of uh, really sweet uh, face and body products, uh, some super fancy toothpaste and, and that kind of thing. Uh, we got travel. We got a, like a weekender bag that was really fantastic. I got one with a with a pasta maker inside it and everything that I needed to make pasta every first of the month basically you go to your uh you go to your mailbox you bring this box into your house and you get a magical surprise inside and and once you get it you've got five days to decide whether to keep it you can always send it back every subscription box is only 45 bucks and it's got more than 70 dollars worth of stuff in it to receive 20% off your first subscription box, go to bespokepost.com, enter the promo code JJGO at checkout for 20% off your first box at B-E-S-P-O-K-E post.com, promo code JJGO. Bespoke Post, themed boxes for guys that give a damn. We're also brought to you this week by our friends at Blue Apron. You know what they say at Blue Apron, let me at them cakes. Their famous slogan that they definitely use internally. Uh, It is a recipe service that will send you all the instructions on how to cook something wonderful along with all of the ingredients of that wonderful dish all pre-portioned for you so you can look like a real class act in front of whoever you're cooking for, even if it's just yourself. Feel a kind of sense of accomplishment that you're finally doing something with your life instead of throwing it in the garbage. 
Uh, it is fun. It's easy. They make all kinds of delicious stuff. It's, it's not just cakes. I mean, sure, cakes are what they're most famous for, but it's not just cakes. Uh, uh, and, and you can tell them what kinds of stuff you'd like to eat. Uh, it's fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, step-by-step recipes right to your door, and it all cooks in under 45 minutes. And they're treating Jordan Jesse Go listeners to their first dinner, which is a $30 value, if you visit blueapron.com slash jjgo. So check out this week's menu and get your $30 off with free shipping at blueapron.com slash jjgo. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Let me add them cakes. And hey, Jordan, Jesse, Go listeners, if you want to meet me and check out Max Fun HQ, we are having our annual in-person Put This On Shop sale. So if you live in Los Angeles, come visit us on Sunday, December 10th from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. at 2404 Wilshire in Los Angeles. We'll have all kinds of special deals on stuff from the Put This On Shop. I'll, I'll be there. Uh, Dan will be there, the Put This On Shop Assistant. You'll be quite starstruck to meet him. It's a really great time. We've got all kinds of vintage stuff, so you will find the perfect gift for someone in your family. And we will have incredible discounts on our new handmade stuff, like our scarves and particularly our pocket squares. So come stop by on Sunday, December 10th. And remember, if you don't live in Los Angeles, you can always go to putthisonshop.com and use the code TUPPIES for free shipping for all Jordan Jesse Go listeners. So that's putthisonshop.com or live in person on Sunday, December 10th from 11 to 6 at 2404 Wilshire in Los Angeles. Do not go to Santa Monica. Go to Los Angeles. We'll see you then. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Chris Fairbanks, today's guest. Chris, it's always, it's very nice to see you. It's great to see you too, Jesse. Yeah. Always glad to have Chris Fairbanks here, you know? One of the best. Real murderers row. The best? Maybe. Could be the best. Could be the best. I mean, sorry, Nick Adams. Yeah. Later for you, Karen Kilgariff. Sure. Fairbanks rules. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you all drools. <laughs> When something momentous happens to you, uh, like you, uh, I don't know, get a special snorkel, what's that yeah. kind of snorkel called? It's a freestyle swim snorkel, and there is a signature on it of a famous swimmer. Really? It's a training snorkel. Es- John Snorkel. Williams. You're, you're supposed to put a cap on it with to make the... You can adjust the size of the hole you're breathing through to then work on your lung capacity. Sure. Um, But I don't use that. I just use it as a snorkel. Well, And it also has like a little sort of hat type thing on it uh, to keep rain and uh, birds from getting mine. Mine just has a squirrel cocktail umbrella. (laughs) Okay. I put on top. That's fun. Yeah. That's nice. (laughs) Five o'clock somewhere, right? Isn't that your least favorite thing about swimming, though, is wrenching your neck up to breathe? I just stationary head. I'm always looking down. Perfectly symmetrical. Yeah, they do. They do lung capacity things where you're supposed to swim underwater, and I I can't stand it. I'm just so, I'm just so, uh, like, I've, like, learned how to do that swim rhythm so well. Mm-hmm. Like, any interruption to it, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm going to drown. Like, right, right. Oh, wow. It's okay. supposed to be done this way. It's kind of just, like, sure. autopilot at this point. Yeah, so, anyway. I never I never got to that point. 
I was just naturally gifted with a swimmer's body. Mm, sure. <laughs> Lean. Well, very sinewy. Yeah. Very right, right, yeah. So you don't sink. Primarily. It's because yeah. I eat a lot of salt. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm sort of the dead sea of people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also almost dead. No, you're doing. <laughs> is that why? Dead. Is that why horses lick you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not to mention hamsters. Sure. <laughs> Just hamsters. give me a lick, baby. <laughs> it's me, the female hamster. We've done this voice a lot on the show for various things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a variety of characters <laughs> in the Jordan Jessica verse. <laughs> sure. And, the, and that voice didn't come up until after we were done with electricians. Isn't that curious? Yeah. That would have been a great it electrician only, voice. It sure would. It's fun to use that voice in when it's, you know, someone that you... It shouldn't belong to. That's what I think. Like a cute little Like a lady hamster. hamster. Like a lady hamster. That is fun. Yeah, or like a hummingbird. Hey, it's me. (laughs) Let me get the nectar. Fly around after I die. (laughs) Real quick, quick movements. Where's that sugar water? Yeah. (laughs) Your grandma can stare at me. Hey. Hey, cats, I bet I'm easy to catch. (laughs) Cha-cha. Joke's on you. I'm fast as shit. (laughs) Flying backwards? Why didn't you say so? Sometimes I look at other birds and I'm like, look at this guy. He's not even iridescent. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everyone, get a load of slow wings over here, I say to other birds often. (laughs) I bet when he dies, he falls immediately. (laughs) Ha-cha-cha. Goodbye, my Coney Island baby. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) The song and dance man as well. (laughs) Song and dance woman. Got it. Sorry, female yeah. hummingbird. It's a very misleading voice. So you danced woman. Yeah. You're looking skinny. Have a chicken parmesan. <laughs> now we know he has an Italian background. Yeah. He's not just from the city. <laughs> Children of immigrants. Italian American. Italian American. Sure, sure. Very proud. Yeah. yeah. Of her heritage. (laughs) (laughs) When something momentous happens to you, like you find that perfect bird feeder, Mm -hmm. we ask you to call us for our segment, Momentous Occasions. The telephone number, 206-984-4-FUN. 206-984-4-FUN. Here's our first call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. I'm just calling to let you know that today is the second day in a row that I found money on the ground. Making my total between the two days $51. Not too bad. It was 50 and one, wasn't it? Yeah, right. A $50 bill and a $1 bill. Yeah, Yeah. I wonder what the, I would love to know what that breakdown was. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of different breakdowns. I mean, it could have been 46 and five. I mean, it's always a thrill to find cash on the ground. Oh, yeah. But now people are carrying cash less. Yeah. Because everything's automated these days. Right. Nobody reads. Yeah. Um, Netflix and chill, am I right? Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, so I feel like I – when was the last time you guys found any cash on the you ground? You know what? It's, we were talking about Tig before the show. When I was uh, Tig's roommate and I brought her to the airport, I'll never forget it. And I'm still kind of sore. I was like getting her bags out of my trunk. And then I looked down and there was a – boy, if it wasn't a 20, it was a 50 or I think it was a 20. It could have been a $100 bill. Who knows? I saw it. There's so many denominations these days. Honestly, there's no way of knowing. Yeah. You got to take it to the bank and see what they say. Yeah. Yeah, Can you read this for me? It was in 2014. Oh, oh, right. I thought you meant my my, uh, history 
Um, but I uh, saw it and I was like, wow, look at that. And then she's like, sweet. And she put it in her pocket and I set her bags down and she got on her plane. She, she wow. But I saw it first. Wow. I know. But Maybe. that was before her brush with death. That really changed her. And just uh, we were both really poor, I think. Yeah. Sure. Well, now, do you, now do you think, we'd be like, Do you hey, think let's... she should give you that 50 back now that she's got some Amazon Prime money? This, I wanted to publicly say... You owe me half of twenty, or maybe fifty, or maybe a hundred dollars. You know what? I'd Who can g- be sure? I'd give her some time to respond. Maybe to the count of one Mississippi. Mm. Am I right? <laughs> sure. Her hit television show on Amazon Prime. That's the one. I was yeah. a. I, Thank I you for a, your transparency, Jesse. <laughs> I was a radio, real man you're, in the high castle. You're welcome. The team. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Bosh you very much. <laughs> Bosh you very much. What is that? That's <laughs> uh, a show on Amazon oh, Prime. God. It's about Bosch. Uh, did I tell you I met a guy from Bosch? <laughs> no. Yeah, I met a guy Bosch. from Bosch. It was really exciting. I, I had to admit, I, I told him, I'm like, I have to be frank with you. I've heard great things about Bosch. But I, haven't, I haven't yet had the opportunity to see Bosch. However, I think and talk about Bosch a lot. Sure. <laughs> it is, after all, called Bosch. <laughs> yeah. Did he look at you like, uh, I can't tell if this guy's making fun of me or not? Yeah, and then I was like, uh, can we just talk about The Wire? Because you were on that too, and I really like that. <laughs> yeah. Bosch from the TV show Bosch. I understand that uh, I, I understand that desire to find things because I have spent almost all of my free time in the last month uh, playing a video game called uh, Starman farm game you know what the title of the game you've been playing is don't play that I think it's tell, tell, tell you know Starman. you've told me about the name you know the name Starman you farm know game. the name of the game i think the game is called Starman you play, if you, farm game yes it's <laughs> you've told me farm you know game. the name i'm a little man sure in the game i'm a little man with a shock of hair uh-huh and i have my own farm yes. and i gather fruits and I uh, defeat foes in a dungeon, and I bring gifts to townspeople. At what point do you become a star man? Uh, I can't tell where the star enters into it. Yeah. Huh. Um, and I, I just learned yesterday, first of all, the, on this game, this game, I want to be clear about this game. It's not fun. <laughs> it's not a fun game. Like, I would say its distinguishing characteristic is that it is not fun and it tricks you into playing it. I'm always, it's so, it's, it now occupies, I'm going to say, 20% of my mental capacity. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's, it's funny in, in the, you know, over the past couple of years or, you know, uh, 10 years or so, we, we've, you know, the idea of what a video game is has really expanded. You know, like the games we played when we were kids, there's, you know, a level game where you kill bad guys and then kill the boss. Or there was a sports game where you, you know, played a simulated version of a sport. and Go that ahead was like and a, kick a touchdown. Sure. Uh, but yeah, now there are story games and there are, you know, simulations and there are, you know, uh, visual novels. Yeah. This, I think, is probably not so much a visual novel. Mm-hmm. As a compulsive obsession. <laughs> sure, yeah. A, uh, yeah. Yeah, right. A soothing activity for someone yeah. with demons. Yeah. <laughs> that is really like the – and I just learned that if there's three plants sticking out of the ground, you can hit it with your hoe and you might find a lost book. Mm. 
And now it's all I can think about is finding Where's lost, them lost books. books. Again, I don't care about any of it. I keep thinking I should delete this from it's like the plot of a horror movie. Mm. I don't want it. It's not a it's not nice to look at. Mm-hmm. It's not nice to listen to. Nothing interesting happens. <laughs> but I here I am fucking fishing for ghost fish in a cavern <laughs> by just pressing one button over and over and I got real proud of how good I was at catching these video fish. Sure. And this has no meaning. <laughs> right. It's not even a it's barely a skill. It's the lowest level of skill. Yeah, I I don't I cannot get in with anything that is an expanded definition of what a video game is. I'm glad yeah. they exist. I yeah. think it's cool that people are taking new chances with the medium, but yeah, none of this shit sounds fun to me. It's funny cuz the whole time my hip has bothered. I've missed skateboarding, you know, I'd like I really think about skateboarding all the time. I like to do it, but I haven't been able to mm-hmm. yet. I maybe in a few months I I can roll around, but I can't do tricks. I found a game that you with your fingers, you really have to swipe Use one finger as your back foot and one as the front foot, and and you're it's so it's a bird's eye view, kind of at an angle of a skateboard, and there's little shoes on it, like a hummingbird's eye view. Yes, yeah. yes, it, it, it's <laughs> that's what hey, I see what are you doing when I'm this? flying around. What are you yeah. skateboarding? I like to stay kind of close to the ground, not all the way above. <laughs> I'm looking for flowers here, and it it is there is a skill to it, and I did have to get good at it. And it is there's different skate parks in Los Angeles programmed into the game. So it like oh, occupies nice. my. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I miss going to Stoner Park, which was kind of by where we were at Fuel. Mm-hmm. I think I'm having an asthma attack. Anyway, it, <laughs> uh, it really it occupied that. I like would play that, and I'm like, oh, I feel like I sort of skateboarded. But the at the end of the day, <clears throat> well, one of the things about uh, Starman Farm Game is they have a clock on it, so every time you start. It shows you what day it is inside the video mm. game, and then it shows you how long you've played the video game. Yeah. And I've played this video game for 24 hours. Oh, wow. Yeah, for I, I don't, no I don't, reason. Yeah, I don't for like the, no reason. the keeping track of how much game you've done. I think that's... Oh, yeah, that would only be depressing for anyone. It's sure. like a taunt. Yeah, sure. It's I, like a fuck you. I tricked you into wasting a day of your life on this. Yeah, they should also have how much time you've spent walking and or reading. Underneath or, it should yeah. say like how sure. much time I've spent interacting with my children. My three children. (laughs) How much sex could you have had? Um, Yeah, I think there is a – I think younger gamers, Mm -hmm. millennial types, uh, take – I call them generation next. Sure. (laughs) Well, it's just because you love Pepsi. Right. Um, And I think they – there is a like generation of kids uh, who – who take a lot of pride in how much time they spend on a game and judge a game's worth based on how much time you can spend in it. And I think it has something to do with, like, value or whatever. Like, Our friend Christian Duenas, who is a young person, sure. colleague here at Maximum Fun, he's got a system. He fucking – he's got a, basically got a spreadsheet inside his head. Mm-hmm. God forbid he should make a spreadsheet in real life at the office. Oh, yeah, boy. I hear that. Oh, I've said that around the water sure, cooler right yeah. over there. <laughs> However, he's got a spreadsheet inside his head. He's like, oh, I don't spend enough hours on that to spend $10 on it or whatever. Right. 
Yeah. Uh, I haven't done anything in this fucking video game. I plant fruit trees. You don't forget about the ghost fish you caught in the I cabin. I did catch a ghost fish. I was maybe very you'll proud find of that. I made a lot books of donations you hit to a the museum. That's nice of you. <laughs> yeah. You support the arts. Yeah. I gathered some ice berries. Um... But yeah, I don't know. I like to be done with a game. I beat the I beat the new Zelda game recently, and even after you defeat Ganon, yeah, uh, Rich Ganon, the Raiders quarterback. <laughs> no, I'm talking about, of course, Calamity Ganon. Oh, okay. And then, spoiler alert, after you Rich beat the- Ganon, the, the Raiders <laughs> yes, quarterback, who then transforms. He's like, yeah, take the West Coast offense, <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll transform, of course, into Dark Beast Ganon. Got Sorry, <laughs> spoiler alert. Then after, into uh, Beast Mode Ganon. Then into Beast Mode Marshawn Ganon. Marshawn Lynch, the yeah. Raiders running back, and then to Joe Montana, he tries to sell you some butt shoes. <laughs> Um, Joe Montana sports talk Zelda. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, oh, it was real speech. And there's so much Zelda shit you can do after you beat Dark Beast Cannon. Can I interrupt you just for one second? Yeah. If you're listening to this right now and you're the kind of nerd that likes to make things and you're not working on Joe Montana sports talk Zelda right now, yeah. Just what's your problem? Yeah. Well, you you might as well you you might as well just give up on calling yourself a nerd forever. Yeah. Um. And yeah, there's so much Zelda shit you can do. But yeah, I feel like once I beat that last guy, I I nothing compels me to go around and collect the additional stuff. I don't I don't get it. I've never been that kind of video game. Guy. Video games have a list of things now. Every video game has like a list of everything that's in the game and I'm like I'm supposed to look at this list of things and be like, oh, God, i got to grab that controller and wander around <laughs> until I sure. find all of I those things? I didn't understand the Pokemon thing of my girlfriend at the time. was like if going outside and like find, collecting Pokemon these Pokemon Go, sure. Yeah, just out of boredom and, or as a joke, haha, this is for kids, but was getting passionate about finding. <laughs> I have not found this half shrimp, half beetle. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. It's, and, called, it's called Rube Marquard. Mm-hmm. And it, oh, <laughs> of course, sorry. And, the, and then the keeping track of which ones and where they are and to the point where it was like time to drive to a fountain because <laughs> it was on the map. Yeah. It's crazy to me. Do you does the skateboarding app game have have a you reward system or is it purely It is yeah, I wish it did actually. I wish I could uh, skate against other people or and like match their tricks or Yeah. Cuz I remember that was the deal with the Tony Hawk games. It's kind of once you got through the level, you could go back and play it and then, you know, Check off a checklist. Yeah, of, if I think you grind on this dinosaur skeleton. Right. I think that. Oh, there was. I did that right away. It's like do all these tricks, and yeah. I figured and that. You unlock out, a but... new Goldfinger song. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> Which I think the <laughs> ultimate goal of any Tony Hawk. Anyway, it might have been a hieroglyphic song. Could have been a hieroglyphic. Could have been an Ozomotli song. Oh, an Ozomotli song. <laughs> Suicidal let's, tendencies. Let's leave it. At, I think Ozomotli song is the perfect example. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Like a second or third album Ozomotli yeah. song. Post cut chemist Ozomotli. God, they really were huge. I didn't get it though. It was fun. I didn't. That's one thing. I went to a few Ozo Motley concerts. They would play their instruments, come out through the show. Yeah, it was really fun. Do good work, Ozo Motley. I mean, I can appreciate the musician musicianship of a band, like yeah. even Dave Matthews band, sure. or something, but I can hate it the way yeah. it sounds. I, <laughs> I wish you the best. Yeah. Well, let's take one more call. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. I heard you wanted to hear from women, so I thought I'd tell you something that happened this week to me. Uh, I brought my five-month-old daughter to work with me, and I had to make a presentation to my 
uh, manager, the owner of the business, and every single one of my coworkers. She got hungry while I was presenting, so I popped her on the boob right while I was talking to everybody. Uh, anyway, thanks very much. Bye. That's fucking dope. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. What a badass move. Yeah. I uh, well, I wonder where she works. I have to know more. <laughs> yeah. If it was like a high-rise, you know, New York lawyer firm. You mean like from the from the beginning of a late 1980s comedy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Everybody's got yeah blazers with big shoulder pads. <laughs> yeah. Like um, the cartooning office from Caroline in the City. <laughs> you know, one of those cartooning offices. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like my cranky my cranky artist. Thought it was weird when I started feeding my child. <laughs> yeah. And caller, you didn't tell us which character from Just Shoot Me you are. Yeah. <laughs> are you David Spade? Yeah. Or others who were on that show? Yes, yes. I'm Taya Leone from The Naked Truth. <laughs> sure. Classic, classic and, must see TV and every other television show. Remember when you couldn't make it? Like the only rule for making a television show was you had to have Taya Leone in it. Oh yeah, Taya Leone popped up on my TV recently. I'm like, hey, there she is. Taya Leone on something on CBS. Still pretty good. Sure, you know, mm-hmm. good work, good enough work. Hey, Taya Leone was news radio good. Yes. Yeah, it's. I looked. I mean, because Joe Rogan was on it and he was like a kid. Yeah. And a then not, I looked at a not jacked kid. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, he was pretty jacked. <laughs> but Steve, was he still jacked Steven at the time? Stephen Root? And, yeah, he was like, uh, I don't know. He was more jacked. He looked like a Joey from Friends type guy. Yeah. But uh, and but the the cast was just uh, wait. Was yeah. her baby in the call that you could? I hear think her I now. heard some baby. So she yeah. called right after that happened. Yeah, yeah that was a she really gets it. that was a good call. It yeah, she fucking call. gets it. This a... woman understands what we're doing on this show. Yeah, people, people calling in, they don't know what we're doing. This lady is on clearly target. knows what we're doing. This you... lady's aim is true, mm-hmm. like Elvis Costello at the Greek Theater. Sure. <laughs> Do you prefer with the Burt Bacharach on yeah. piano? <laughs> Do you prefer the call to be coming in right after it just happened? Yeah. Ideally. Oh, yeah. yeah? That's ideal. Yeah. I mean, ideal is it's happening. The call is happening right after it just happened. Right. And the call is coming from inside the house. Right. Yeah. And that's <laughs> Those are the two things. both the yeah. elements were there because you, the baby was there. Yeah. She was still at work. Yeah. 206 984 4 our number. Let's take a quick break. We'll be back on Jordan Jesse Go. Yeah, Mark. Hey, buddy. Oh, hey, what's up, man? Um, so I'm at this mafia restaurant. What? I'm gonna go in and ask these guys what they think the best pasta shape is. Mark, they're probably eating. It's... I have a hunch that it's probably ravioli, but I mean, you know what? That's a good idea. Whatever they're eating, I'll just take a look in their bowls. Why don't and you see what they have? Maybe There's supposed to be a big meeting there today. Can you see it from the street? That sounds really dangerous. So I'm just gonna go inside and ask. Don't don't bother them. They're probably eating. You know. Well, look, I'm not threatened by them. How about we tell them what the best pasta is on our podcast? We got this with Mark and Hal. Oh, that's a great idea. Thank God. Tuesday. Is it nine? On MaximumFun.org. Hey, I love that show. La, 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 la. 
Hi, everybody. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. And I'm your sweet baby brother, Griffin McElroy. Me and 3,000 of your closest friends just found your next podcast obsession. Okay, but like, the second best podcast. Oh, f- just listen to my brother, my brother, and me on MaximumFun.org. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Chris Fairbanks. I'm today's guest. Well, what a joy it's been to talk to the great Chris Fairbanks. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks. You know, Jen won this KPCC auction at uh, the Pasadena City College uh, radio station, KPCC. I wish she could actually see us. Yeah. <laughs> she can kind of see us through yeah. the window. No, she can make me. out our general forms, <laughs> yes. kind of tell how tall everybody is. <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm thrilled. I, I had this moment... I, I, KBCC has an annual auction. This is the Los Angeles radio station that carries my NPR show, Bullseye. And I said, oh, you know, like, you should involve us in the auction. Like, well, you can come. Somebody can come to see a Bullseye taping. Somebody can have lunch with me. Somebody can come to a Jordan Jesse Go taping. We'll sure. send somebody some put this on pocket squares, you know, whatever, right? Yeah. And uh, they're like, great. And they accepted all these things. And then I just started picturing just the elderly people of Pasadena scrolling through the like restaurant gift certificates <laughs> yeah and like other like products related to local businesses the cardio bar one month memberships <laughs> and they're like oh uh, podcast taping <laughs> like who is the person that wants to i mean they started at 200 dollars or something i don't know and yeah. like who is the person who is like the the elderly Pasadena civic leader, which is who I imagine is listening to KPCC at any given time? I mean, obviously, hundreds of thousands of people are listening to KPCC, wonderful radio station. But significantly, we're talking about the Pasadena City Council. Right. Like, which of those people wanted to come to Jordan Jesse Go and what would they think of it? Over their coupon for a, a bottomless omelet or whatever. Yeah. So as long, as we, beat, as, long as we beat the tickets to the Huntington Gardens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm very grateful. Fuck you, Huntington Gardens. Yeah, Huntington Gardens can go fuck itself. Yeah. Disconso Gardens all day, baby. Mm-hmm. That's right. If you're talking those gardens, I'm Disconso. Disconso. That's where I love to collect my nectar. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> oh, oh. What would you I'm say? I'm back to diminishing returns. <laughs> what would you say is the top gardens? You got Huntington, Bush, baby, Bush, <laughs> yeah. Tivoli, uh huh, Hanging Gardens, ooh, of Babylon. You got it. Those are the ones. I mean, those are a wonder. Mm-hmm. Um, Olive. <laughs> sure. Well, I've heard that when I'm there, I'm family. So, and I mean, for that, I don't see the hanging gardens at Babylon with unlimited salad and breadsticks. It's true. You're limited to how many breadsticks you can have at the hanging gardens of Babylon. Hardline two or fewer breadsticks at mm-hmm. those hanging gardens. That's why they were. That's why they were destroyed in the ancient world. I know. Not enough breadsticks. Same problem with the library at Alexandria. <laughs> the Colossus at Rhodes. Yeah. But when you get an entree there, you can also get one to take home. That's true. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> okay. Brian Fernandez, Sunny D, he's been on the boards bothering everyone. The ones and twos. Uh, by laughing through the window. Uh, Brian's <laughs> Brian's dog is here with us today for some reason. 
Alice, right, Jordan? Right, Brian? Alice. Alice is a cute dog. Look mm-hmm. at this little puppy. Yeah, I really here. like that dog. For some reason, he bought this dog on Craigslist. I don't know what he's doing. It's just his wife just demanded a dog, and Do you think they just they just <laughs> thought it was a futon. Yeah, I think sometimes you go on Craigslist and you show up to get what you think is a futon, and then you have a dog that you that lives <laughs> for dog. twenty years. I thought know. this was a used bike or a hand job lady. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never been on Craigslist. No, no, you got it. You got it. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's sort of encompassed the whole the list. Yeah, I think you. Picked yeah. up from social cues. Sure. <laughs> what it's all about. Job designing a website for a construction company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are your I main like... categories. I'm a big Craigslist fan. <laughs> um, yeah, Brian, Sunny D. Fernandez on the boards. You can drop us a line, uh, jjgo at maximumfun.org or 206-984-4FUN. You can join us on Twitter, uh, hashtag jjgo. I'm at Jesse Thorne. Jordan is Jordan underscore Morris. What are you, Chris yeah, Fairbanks? I'm at, I'm at Chris Fairbanks. Yeah, oh, keep it a, simple. That's a fun thing to follow. Yeah. You know what's going to be fun? <laughs> it's fun. I, I put a lot of time into it. You follow Chris Fairbanks on there. Not only are you going to get a fun gag every once in a while, maybe he'll share some of his art. Chris is a very talented artist. Thanks. Thanks, man. I've been drawing a lot lately. Yeah, I, I love to see uh, Chris Fairbanks sharing some art. Thanks. Um, I will, I promise. That's my mission statement. You can join us on Reddit at MaximumFun.Reddit.com. Always a lively conversation there on Reddit. Uh, (laughs) You can also join us on Facebook. Just join the Maximum Fun group and like Jordan, Jesse, Go. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan, Jesse, Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.